What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 152 of Ghost in the Night, a Hauntings and Paranormal Podcast. I am Phil, and as always, the big sexy Travis is to my left. With my Mighty Morphin Power Rangers t-shirt. Yes. Fucking killing it. Absolutely crushing it. Yes. Yes. Veteran work clothes. Fuck. Tonight, in the infamous 152, we are covering cults and true crime. I know. I thought when you said that you're going to start the live stream right before I got here because I was running late, I was uh, I was kind of hoping that it'd be going and you'd be just randomly talking to whoever might be in here. I was just going to walk in and just, cults, 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 cults. <laughs> but tonight we're doing cults. We're doing the Ant Hill Kids. Yes. Which is the most, for as wacky <laughs> and as scary and as horrendous as this story actually is, mm-hmm. is the most pussified name ever. Yeah. For a cult, and it's a, such a we, it's such a weird one to dive into because it start like it starts out so normal, right, and then it just ramps up real quick. Real, uh, it, it goes off the rails quicker than this podcast. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. It's but amazing. Before we get started, I have one thing I need to get off my chest. Remember what was it? Two weeks ago, I had the incident across the street. Mm-hmm. Sunday morning, late Saturday night, three o'clock in the morning, I awaken. It happened again. To I hear people screaming. I hear somebody screaming. I'm like, I'm going to go out and beat the hell out of it. I don't care if it's a woman. They were ne- fucking on the hood of the car. I never would hit a woman, but I, I was gonna, this was going to tempt me. So I go I go outside, and I don't see anybody. I don't hear anything, but I see bright lights down this side. Oh, good. And I've, I well, car with its bright lights on. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And I hear a guy saying, Get out of the car. I'm like, oh, shit, the cops are here. It was a cop car. It's the fuzz. And I heard the fir- for the first time in my life, I've heard a cop use the intercom in the car. He goes, put your hands out the window. Really? Put your hands out you the window. You never heard him use I that? Never, I love that shit. I never heard him. I mean, this is freaking 3 o'clock in the morning, loud as fucking shit. He goes, get out of the car. And the cop obviously couldn't make up his mind. He said, okay, get on, get on your knees. And then the next thing he says, okay, turn around. Put your left foot in. And take your left about- foot out. And he said, walk toward me, slowly. And then he said, don't you dare get back, back in that car. And this went on for about five minutes. It got to the point where I was like, Jesus Christ, just shoot him already. I want to go back to bed. I mean, God. What ended up happening? Anything fun? No, I guess he got in the car. I guess he walked to the car calmly with his hands up. And I didn't hear any beating, so I guess we're okay. I'm just saying, can't this shit go Must on at like three, three in the afternoon? Why does this shit have to go on at three in the morning when I'm trying to get my beauty rest? And from people watching on YouTube... I need my beauty rest. This ugly mug needs to rest. I'm I don't old know. and wrinkled. I, if I don't sleep, I get bags under my eyes. I, I don't, don't know. I could have fallen asleep while I was doing this research. I, I actually did for like 62 seconds. 62 seconds? Yeah. Like the kind of sleep where like I was still hearing what I was listening to and shit. It just... Yes. But don't forget... Oh, one other piece of business. For those of you, we've been talking about this for a while. We recorded our... Uh, Patreon episode for our movie reviews last night. Yes. And it is up on Patreon. So if you want to get bonus content, go to patreon.com slash GITM podcast and you get bonus content that nobody else can get. And that is where we're going to be doing the movie reviews. <laughs> and last night we did the unholy. <laughs> that sounded yeah, like, we did. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. We did the unholy unmentionables. <laughs> But stuff. But that's not what we talked about. We talked about the movie Unholy. Yes. And uh, it was interesting. 
I'm talking about our episode, not the fucking movie. It had it, it had, had its moments. It had its moments. But be sure to become a Patreon or patron of Patreon account at slash GITM podcast on patreon.com. I wonder if we're going to lose Tyler forever. No, we didn't blame Tyler for that. I appreciate you. He's going to be like, you didn't like my movie, you fucking assholes. <laughs> no, but that is something only Patreon subscribers get. So yeah. Be if you want the bonus content that we have, we're going to do that show. Two bucks a month. At the minimum. Or five. We, there's a lot of other episodes we've done in there, uh, or I've done uh, investigation highlights and things such as that, just random bullshit sessions. Hmm. Maybe we might start talking a little conspiracy. We might even start doing that a little on Patreon, maybe. Or we can do that on this episode, or these episodes as well, but... That's like we do all these. We cover. We check all those boxes pretty much every time we're together. We check all the boxes, but even be, when we're not recording. Be sure to subscribe, like this uh, live stream, and be sure to tell all your friends about it. That is the best way we grow because we are cheap. We can afford advertising. We're growers, not showers. Well, speak for yourself. I'm neither. I, I just exist. Yeah. So, without further further ado, let's ado. Get in, let's get into. The Ant Hill Kiddos. All right. Take it over, Travis. We are talking tonight about Rock Terrio and then eventually the Ant Hill Kids. Now, Rock Terrio was born May 16th, 1947 in Saguenay, Quebec, Canada, and was raised in uh, Thetford Mines. Easy for you to say. Yeah. Uh, he was born to his parents. His mother, Pierrette. And his father, Hyacinth, which I believe is a flower. Hmm. There was also a survivor of Jonestown named Hyacinth, but she was a, it was a female. And that's one it's thing about this, this story. There's I've a never, lot of stuff that, tie, that is related, ties it into other culty shit. Right, and I never heard of this one. Most people haven't. It's and, like they. I don't have. I don't think they ever broke like fifty members in this cult. And that is what they did. Commune, which you're going to get into. How in the <sighs> hell have did this not become mainstream? Because it's Canadian. Because this. Let's be honest with you. Charlie Manson can't hold a candle. That because Charles Manson didn't personally fucking do anything. Well, well that's, that's an issue. But that cult has that's nothing up in to the do. Air. As far as the trial that went down, he didn't physically do anything. And even what, Jim Jones? I mean, he ruined Kool-Aid stock forever, but that's beside the point. But yeah. it's still, yes, what old Rocky here did is something horrendous. Yeah. I mean, you're going to get into that. <laughs> Jim Jones. I still can't believe that fucking meme didn't get more love. I know. Why don't, why don't you tell jokes about the Reverend Jim Jones? Punchline's too long. <laughs> I thought it was fucking hilarious. All right, so anyway. I wish I had that thing where I could wah, wah, wah. So like I said, Rock Terrio, May 16th, 1947, came out of a vagina. So we move on. He Didn't was the second come, born of eight. Didn't we all come out of a vagina? Some of us are test tube babies. Oh, okay. But, or C-section, I guess. But he was the second of eight children, traditional Catholic shit, because uh, which he was born into a very devout Catholic family. This funny how like all these fucking cult and serial killer stories start the same fucking way, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of um, what a quinky dink. Fucking church and killing cats. Um, so it's I didn't find anything about him killing cats though, so we're good there. Yeah. So uh, 
growing up, I mean, just, you know, uh, we look into his past life I have here for us for the next couple of pages. Ra, even though he, his father denied this at every turn, Rock's father, according to Rock, was very abusive and just a raging alcoholic. And that's one thing I did here. What I did, what little research I did on this topic, I heard both. That either he had a normal, good childhood or... Daddy was well. Like, Daddy, the, you know. Well, his dad denies that shit, well, but but at the same would. time, his parent, his there like there was people said that you would often they would often hear uh, Pierrette yelling at the kids, and the dad said he never beat his kids, but they definitely feared him or respected him or both or some shit like that. Well, I don't that's know. That's called good parenting. <laughs> Hell, I'm 48. I still feel my fear my mother. Yeah, but that's not fear. That's respect. There's a difference in fear and I respect. Have, I might have told you the story. I might have told you. I was like in 38-ish. I said fuck in front of my mother. So 15 years ago? A long fucking time ago. Fuck you twice. I said, I, she, I went to visit her at work, and I said fuck in front of her. Just slipped. And I literally went mm. bracing for a right hook. And I was in my late 30s. Yeah, I never had that problem. I was saying fuck by like 15. I mean, this is a woman who... Uh, Rinse, Look how I fucking turned out. Rinse my mouth out with lava. Not that dove shit. It's lava, <laughs> chip a tooth. That pussy skull. Anyway. So, yeah, uh, that's... I, I I never found any affirmation one way or the other, whether his dad beat him or not. He sweared, swore up and down that his dad did. His dad swore up and down that he didn't. So, uh, they, they, and they were looked at as... Uh, what was it? Backwoods folk, I think, was the quote that I I saw. Like they're based, I guess they were like Canadian rednecks. I don't know what the, the fuck. The nicest rednecks of all time, apparently. <laughs> oh, sorry, I shot your dog. I was hungry. Eh? <laughs> sorry about my pet possum getting into your garbage cans. Possum or opossum? Opossum. I'm just trying to speak <laughs> layman. <laughs> um. Now, you know, and, and and that's what you were talking about is like a lot of this for a lot of the shit that's going on around him in, in his early life. He seems pretty fucking normal for the most part. Mm-hmm. But so um, Rock left school in seventh grade at 13 and was like in his free time when he wasn't <sighs> being a good Catholic boy, worked at a nearby farm. And um, eventually his father, Hyacinth, I just... I can't get away from saying his name. His father uh, had joined a militant conservative group called the White Berets. Of course, in, it's a French-Canadian guy in the White Berets. You want to fuck with me? I am White Beret. I will eat poutine off your dead body while I what fuck exactly, your mother. What exactly is poutine? Poutine is fries with gravy and cheese curds. Okay, that sounds disgusting. It's delicious. It's so good. Cheese curds. You had me. I love cheese curds. Fries and gravy. But What's wrong with cheese curds? It's just cheese. Yeah. It's just cheese that's not molded into a shape. It's just something about the texture. Oh, God, I love it. They're squeaky. Good ones are squeaky. I'm a texture kind of guy. Fair enough. So, uh, yeah, this these white berets who pushed for uh, more strict religious values in Catholic society, which is this like... Oh, that sounded gross. Is this like the... Uh, the Canadian polite version of a white supremacist group. Cause um, it kind of sounds the same. The white braids is a giveaway. 
Yes. Yeah. That's, that's like And it's a, a, a it's, conservative militant group. But it's so Canadian, see. They just couldn't do the full hood. They just said, fuck it, we'll just stop at a beret. I do not want to cover my I just had my eyebrows done. I cannot cover them. So Yeah. <laughs> Lamont. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. I, I, I wanted to take some time and look into this white beret thing and see if it is a white supremacist group. Because it kind of seems like it. Sounds like most white supremacist groups. We're not racist. We just want our good Christian values to only help people that happen to be white. And then we also want everybody who's not white to go away. But we're not racist. But it's Canada. What? They have like one white person or one black person in the whole country that they just ship from province to province. I don't, like, how do you, how polite does their politeness spew over into their racism? They were probably the most polite and nicest racist you'll ever meet. No, you cannot do that. The noose is too tight on him. Oh, shit. We're going to lose. He must be comfortable until he dies. How, how Fucking did, white berets. Hey, how did the uh, French Canadians quickly turn to German? It's pretty close. It's pretty okay. basically the same thing. All right. Continue. French Canadians are Nazis. I'm just kidding. I, I used to play video games with a French Canadian guy. Super nice guy. Well, of course, Canadian. Yeah. He was hilarious. Hold on. Okay. Proceed. Anywho, so um, after joining the White Berets, Hyacinth, his daddy, would force Rock to uh, go door to door with him and spread the word of the church and their their ideas of of basic like like a mul- it had multiple levels bringing down the banks returning money to the hands of the catholic faith people and blah, 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 blah. apparently his dad had a long running fucking distrust and hatred of the banking system i'm not really sure exactly how that ended up but cuz there's more cuz there's nothing to a good christian racist man there's nothing worse than a white man that fraternizes with the colored folks. Well, the race trading, that's what they call it. It's fucking stupid. I don't I agree. I'll never understand racism, dude. It's so dumb. Anywho. So, um, I already said about the yelling at the kids. Pierrette. That's an interesting one. Like, you just straight up made a, fe- a, a, a feminine version of Pierre. Pierrette. Mikeette. Travis it. Fillet. Fillet McNone. How do you like it? She said he said, We're gonna need some scrimp. Or we said we're gonna need some scrimp cocktail, some strawberries, and some fillet McNone. You know, a little piece of meat, a little pink on the inside. Fillet McNone. You just described me. Happy joy. How do you like it? Joanna Man. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Surprisingly hilarious. So, um, and then Rock, as we were saying earlier, Rock grew up to be pretty normal, a, a fit, blue-eyed boy, and all the ladies just, they they were trying to smell what the Rock was cooking. They were trying to jump th- that bone. They were trying to- Which- They were trying to ride his gravy train, his baby not, gravy train. What little research I did, I did not see any younger pictures <laughs> of him. Obviously, the- Yeah, because every picture I saw of him, he's like, he looks like, I'm trying look, to think He of looks the, like a Duck Dynasty reject. Yeah. Like he's balding super hard, in every picture I saw him in. I have, but still had the long hair. Yes, but you know had the crown. You know, he thinks he's a great lover because he's bald in front. He looked like he was like Hulk Hogan if Hulk Hogan was a shitty guru. 
Yes, I agree. Not a good looking man. I don't. I mean, I'm just saying if he could get women to follow him, I miss my calling. He looks kind of like I should have been a cult leader. He looked like Bruiser Brody's like pussified little brother that started balding at the age of 21. Yeah, just a lot smaller and petiter. Yeah. Yes. Like like the 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 conjoined twin that they cut off of Bruiser Brody's fucking hip. And right. that is Rockterio. Both great names. <laughs> so, uh and then in his free time he liked to do things like build and carve things. I guess. He made furniture. Yeah, well that that comes up oh. later too. Um but and even though he was he was popular and had plenty of friends and had no problem getting girls, he also always liked his solitude as a young man and would spend time alone in the woods, just walking, being alone. Which all that like there's nothing none of that is fucking too crazy. Like that's pretty normal. Yeah, I mean I can't Especially if you're if you are living in an abusive home, yeah, you're gonna want to fucking get out of there and go do some shit somewhere else. Duh. I agree. So moving on a little bit, in nineteen sixty seven, Rock who was 20 years old at the time. Rock married his first wife, and they moved to Montreal, where he started working for the fire department, inspecting furnaces and cleaning chimneys. I'm not sure how cleaning chimneys gets wrangled into working for the fire department, the checking the furnaces, I get, but... Well, you got to make sure that shit's clean, that shit could start a fire. There's preventative maintenance. Oh, yeah, what do they call it? What's that shit that, that builds up? Creosote? Yeah. Yeah. It's like super fucking flammable. I think that. Don't quote me on that. Somebody's probably. So, and then in 1967, their first son is born, whose name is Rock Sylvain. Sounds like a shitty wrestler. So then, jump ahead to next year, 1970, Francine was pregnant with another baby boy when Rock started having, uh, like, really bad abdominal pains. And, uh... Oh, sorry. I just saw a name that I've never seen. Kirsty, well, you Christy. came Welcome. into uh, Rock Terrio and the Ant Hill Kids. We're getting culty tonight. We're doing cults. Yes. We like cults. Yes. I miss my calling. Where was the cult of personality? Where's my, where's my guidance counselor back in the early Dude, literally, we could just fucking start a cult whenever we want. That's how it works. Especially in Canada. Tr- Apparently in Canada, it's super fucking to easy you, to get recognized as a church. We're trying to start a cult now, but we're just not being very successful. Fair enough. Apparently, so, it's harder than we thought. Where was I before I was so rudely interrupted by my co-host? Fuck, Fuck off. I'm going to sit here and drink. Fuck this shit. I will shit on your chest. So in 1970, like I said, when his wife Francine was pregnant with their second child, their second son, he started getting these really bad abdominal pains, like debilitatingly painful abdominal pains, apparently. And um, he ended up going in to the doctor, and he had to get them part of his a, a substantial portion of his stomach removed due to duodental duodental ulcers i had to look it up to duodental duodental no t does that come from uh you know oh maybe it's duodenal oh my god okay (laughs) wow i'm supposed to be the fucking nerd that like listens to science podcasts and shit like that and i just fucking put together that it's a duodenal fucking ulcer jesus christ because I thought you were, you said dental. I was like, oh, he's got, he, he got, isn't that called herpes? He got belly teeth. Isn't that called cold sore? Yeah. Herpes. So, so he had to have a substantial portion of his stomach removed. And that actually, they had to do that surgery twice that year. To him? Yes. So they removed a good part of it and then they had to remove more. And, uh, 
what 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 was it? Fuck, I didn't write that down. He ended up uh, being diagnosed with a disorder that only affects like you can only be diagnosed with this disorder if you have had part of your stomach. I think it's raining. Part of your stomach removed. And it's called dumping disorder or something like that. And I was like, that's a whole, I, that's I know. I was like, that's, that, that is a fucking false advertising, like a I son have, of a bitch, because I have a digestive disorder. And when that shit flares up, there is no dumping involved. All it is is pain and me going, do I need to go to the hospital? Man. I had a dumping disorder Saturday. I had Chipotle. Go on. Yeah. Chipotle fucks me up pretty good. And it wasn't. A but me burrito doesn't. It was unpleasant because I had him put a little extra hot sauce in there. Oh, God. Every I paid time. for that shit. Every later. time. Okay, continue. Oh, yeah. Like, your asshole is going to have, like, it's going to look like a, like, if you traveled across the the tundra of Antarctica with your face fully exposed, by the time you did that for, like, two days with no chapstick and you just went, that's what your asshole would look like. Welcome, Christy. Yeah. <laughs> this the, is the, what the, you get the, here. <laughs> There is information strewn about these podcasts, I promise. So, um, like I said, he had to have that done to him twice that year, which that fucking sucks. So um, he also told people over the course of all this going down, he started to tell people, and this is a quote from a book, uh, that his insides were made of plastic. And how did he come to this conclusion? Hold on to your butts. We'll find out that he's clearly not fucking sane. This, I don't know why I'm not satisfied with the positioning of my mic on tonight. I apologize to everybody. Anyway, so um, his tum-tum pains led him down the road of using painkillers and alcohol to try to cope with the pain, which is not abnormal whatsoever. The big reason why we got such a fucking heroin problem. My shoulder hurts. This is my medicine. There you go. Uh, So by this time... uh, his rock had stopped working. Um, he turned into like a dickish, selfish asshole and like acted like his problems were worse and more important and prevalent than other people's. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Damn. So, um, since he quit working, there's no income. So what does he do? He starts to make furniture and try to sell it to people at the local bars. Because those are the people that are worried about purchasing a dope, hand-carved, one-of-a-kind curio cabinet is the guy that's at the same bar every day, all day. Like, man, I really want this piece of furniture for the house I'm never fucking in. It is a flawed business plan. I will give you that. Right. I agree. But you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. So after all this goes on, family ends up going into bankruptcy, losing the house. Francine leaves him, probably for the best. We'll get into that. That traitorous whore. Yeah. The man hit rough times and she left. Yeah, she's probably the smartest one in this probably. fucking story. Probably. So, uh, shortly after that, because apparently, like I said, the pictures don't, I don't see it in the pictures, but apparently this guy was just a strapping fucking lad with piercing blue eyes and long, luxurious hair, and he was physically fit and all that other bullshit. So... After losing his house, losing his wife, Rock remarried his second wife shortly after that, named Giselle. It's a lovely name. Yeah, if you're a child trafficker. Can't argue with that one. Um, So, and after that, since he married his second wife, as we all know how all this works, it's all unicorn farts and fucking fairy dust until he starts uh, talking about religion 
all the time. Religion and God, all the time. Dinner, religion and God. Breakfast, religion and God. Pillow talk, religion and God. Religion Man and God. knows his fucking subject matter. I'll give him that. He then went to, <laughs> he went, he, he appeared at a Catholic wedding, or wedding, meeting, which I don't know what the fuck that is or why it's open to the public, but that's neither here nor there. So he shows up at this Catholic meeting wearing a cape with a depiction of the devil on it. And that stirred a bit of a fuss amongst the people. Just a little bit. Those religious folks don't have a lot big, a really good sense of humor. Yeah. Now, sidebar, I want one of those fucking capes. That'd be sick. That would be. I'd wear a cape. So then he starts reading about religion and ends up becoming a member of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Those whack jobs. Yes, who, if you don't know the Seventh-day Adventist Church, they stick to the Word of God. What's in the fucking Old Testament is the Word. That's what it is. Everything else is wrong. If you don't follow it, you're a sinner. You're going to hell. Word for freaking word. That, is that literal, um, that's the word I'm looking for. What is a Damn. What? Maybe I shouldn't drink before I do these. <laughs> literal interpretation. There you go. Of yeah. the Bible. Yeah. Which... I found this one interesting. They believe that dead people are uncon- in an unconscious state until they are resurrected by God if they're deemed worthy. And then God will then, Jesus will show up and take all the people that are worthy up to heaven so that the devil can apparently rule the world with his demons for a thousand years. And after that thousand years, everybody comes back. It's a bit far-fetched. Which, also interesting side note, you know who else was a Seventh-day Adventist? Who? David Koresh. Huh. Yeah. What a cranky thing. Right? Maybe we ought to look. All signs that. point to cults. Yes. Um, but yeah, they also preached all kinds of shit, like health, healthy world lifestyles, vegetarian diet, no alcohol, except for rock. <laughs> well, yes, yes. He, did he not- never stopped his hood rat fucking alcohol junk food ways. Hey. So... I don't think he should. Jesus turned water into wine. Wine is alcohol. That's what I'm saying. If they're so damn literal about their Bible interpretation. I agree. Everybody's like, you need to drink eight cups of water. Damn, like there's water in beer. It's the main ingredient, really. But anyway, so Rock quickly became one of the most successful recruiters for the church because he was very personable. And that's what the church does is recruit. Oh, yeah. Because he's very personable, very apparently attractive. Um. Now, and then he, he started to think he was not a, he was the messenger of God, the sole messenger of God. And the church actually started getting worried about where this was going when he started telling the parishioners of the church that he had met God personally himself and that he knew what was going to happen with all of this, with the world and such. I don't see what that's the like. Is. The fifth fucking red flag that you're going f- down the line of becoming a fucking cult member. Call me crazy. You're crazy. Yeah. So, Rock then started to travel and offered detox programs from alcohol and tobacco. And what? He was uh, run that by me again. He was offering to help people detox detox from drinking. Was he drinking a fifth of Jack while he was? T- That's what I'm saying. Telling these people that, like, did he have did he have a fucking tampon soaked in fucking like Kamchatka vodka? But then again, or whatever the Canadian equivalent of that cheap shit is. Then again, he was just following most religious folks. Yeah, do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. So, uh, 
again, he starts traveling around offering the de- these detox programs that he runs, and uh, he's basically just traveling with a flock of fucking morons at this point. He's got people going places with him, mm-hmm. and like, and and they wouldn't. He wouldn't technically charge. It was all by donation, and it was as much as you could afford if you could afford anything. So I guess there were some people that he helped that he didn't even get money from. Well, that was awful sweet of him. Yeah. So, and and like people were quitting their fucking jobs and shit to follow him around and help people detox off of shit and. A lot of them had like abusive home lives and shit like that. What was his success Shucker. rate? Did he have? Was he very successful? With well, it? he wasn't successful with himself. So I mean, does any any of it really matter? Okay. So, yeah. So and, but that's when the church started getting. The church eventually ended up basically excommunicating him and what would become his followers, because basically because they didn't see, they didn't think that he was bringing in enough money. But the church isn't about money. So in comes the commune. And here we go. Yes. Now we're getting to the nitty gritty. Yes. Something about him being homeless and balding. We've already gone over that. The pictures, I just don't see how how highly they spoke of his physical appearance. I don't see it. I'm just thinking I would have a good, if that is considered a good looking cult leader, I think I could pull that shit off. I think I could break records. I'm not all that, but I think I'd have an easy time letting Joey or talking Joey into let me bang his wife. Yeah, you know. So well, and then like this all this all started good and well because they they, they were they were known for helping you know feeding the homeless or the the downtrodden whatever you want to whatever reference or term you want to give to it, and also cared for a girl with MS apparently. Which all good shit, dope stuff, great stuff. Keep keep that up. That's fine. We love that. At some point, though, yeah, we love we love helping MS kids. That's great. Reading books to kids, having getting chemo, stuff like that. Awesome, awesome. Everything else after that, it just fucked. At some point, there, there's always a line that gets crossed with all these cults, and he he uh, rewrites the book on crossing lines. Yeah. So, like I said, uh, that's when around the that's when the church excommunicates this group so then he starts his group making his followers uh to uh alienate themselves i guess yeah. a good way to say it from their family every right. because everybody that anybody that didn't believe and think the way that he thought and what he tried to preach was wrong and they were doing the work of the devil i've heard this shit before we're going down a road here yeah. kind of sounds like ed gein's mom you uh, don't get started on that crazy woman, Eduardo. So, um, yeah, like all down to the point of like it, it got so controlling to the point that he wanted them to wear the same shit. And when they when they do that, when he when a cult leader tells you that you, they want you all to dress alike, it's never high fashion. No, it's fucking it's potato sacks and fucking like mismatched Crocs. Yeah, I mean, it's just for pocket reasons. I still kind of want to try a pair of Crocs, strictly because I heard they're super comfortable. You've never had a pair of Crocs? No. Well, neither have I, but... I've heard they're super comfortable. Yeah, but they're stupid. They're stupid. Oh, they're stupid as shit. They have Crocs slides. I was thinking about that. I uh, saw. I was in the bar the other day, or maybe a week ago, I saw a guy mm-hmm. wearing Crocs. I bot slapped him. I mean, like, I would. they would be house shoes. 
I, and like I, maybe run to the gas station. That's I, about it. I was going to slap him and say, "You need to reevaluate re your life choices." See, but I'd be a badass. My little that little f thing would always be down behind my ankle because I'd always be in four wheel drive. <laughs> so, um, yeah. so then he moved to uh, Gas Bay. I don't know if it's one word or two. It's, <laughs> it's French Canadian. I don't know. You know. Gas Bay. Gas Bay. Gaspard. Works for me. Like Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. So he decided to move, and then he was followed by his followers all on their own accord, according to him. Well, I don't Bullshit. Uh, Some of them, maybe. I'll, I'll give him my opinions on cults and the people that are in cults Yeah, at the end of this episode, so stick around for that rant. Uh, <laughs> but I, I can understand that these delusional people were... Once you hypnotize him, basically, the hard work's done. I don't think he was probably did not make them follow him at gunpoint. So, with that being said, this is when they started work on their first cabin in the woods for their little commune family, um, which is where the term anthill kids comes from because the townspeople called them the anthill kids because they would work so studiously and so mm, they were just. All the time. We must improve our living space, for it shall be. Right now, I don't see an issue with these people. I think they're... That's what I'm saying. This shit ramps up so quick. Like, there's little inklings of culty shit already, but, like, it ramps up fast. Promise? It's gonna get good. There's gonna be one death. <laughs> yes. Anyway. And a lot of torture. So, Rock also decided that, at this point, he needed to rename his core 11 members... With biblical names. But he kept and left Moise for himself, which is the French, French pronunciation of Moses, which anybody who doesn't know, Moses is a fucking big deal. <laughs> in the religious world? Religiously. Yeah. In religion. Like, yeah, he, he, Moses is involved in Christianity, Catholicism, Islam, Judaism, multiple other religions and he is also the basically the founding father of monotheism well because the burning bush told him to yeah and he parted the red sea yeah which and he turned the staff to a snake yeah he's he's a he fucking was, important guy he was the ancient david blaine <laughs> he's chris angel what the fuck ever happened to that guy I, I will uh, confession here. I did like Mind Freaks. I could watch that and be amused. Mind Freaks! I could watch that and be amused forever. Not for the. It was so stupid. <laughs> just looking at him. You knew it was, it, it was like watching the. We talk about this a lot. The 80s hair bands. Mm -hmm. You knew there was going to be a fucking wreck at some point. You were just sitting there watching, waiting for that wreck to happen with those guys. You knew it was going to turn into a. That's true. A. 100 car pile up at some point. And that's why you, I watched Mind Freaks. I knew that shit was going to crash and burn at some yeah. point. So, uh, come to this point, they now have a cabin for their commune. It's not a cult. So, tomato, tomato. So then he does what any good cult leader would do Rock registers the commune as a church to basically, he did it so that he could stay out of the eye of the law. Really. Because I guess, I guess, like, 
Well, it's not even I guess. Like we all know, like those church and state fucking laws, like are well, not, they're not they're hard to get around no, on certain I don't, things. I'm not quite familiar with the law in Canada. Is it <laughs> apparently it's worse? Is it like here in state? It's know, harder. It's uh, from what I read, it seems like it's harder for them to fuck with you in Canada than it is here. Wow! If you are a registered religion and church, we are pretty lenient here in the states. Yeah, you can get away with murder. Well, it gets. Just wait. We'll hear more about this. So, uh, what the fuck does that say? Oh, I was throwing. I threw in a side note that bitches were fighting over his dick because apparently they were. Now, Rock told his followers that God said that the world was going to end on February nineteenth, nineteen seventy nine. This is hilarious. Which story. is like a month after the birth of the first child born in the commune, which was his child, supposedly. Odds are. Yeah. So what happens? The world didn't end. Huh. And what's the excuse that he gives him? This is hilarious. Gives I laugh. He gives them the excuse that he confused or he had, he was confused cuz God was talking in God time and he was trying to tra- he was thinking in human earth time. So the time it, it didn't line up. He just he didn't carry the one. He miscalculated. Yeah. He- God time and earth time it's not the same. It's like drug dealer time. <laughs> You're always a little late. <laughs> so uh, then uh, somehow they fucking fell for that excuse. And well, they spent all their time preparing for the end of the world. As they all do. Yeah. And, and the end days are coming. Well, yeah. And this whole time, Rock is still preaching about clean eating and health and all that shit while he well, does the whole complete opposite, just being pissed drunk all the time. Here's the thing. If you tell me, if you were my cult leader and you say, the end times are coming any day now, and you tell me to eat healthy, I'm saying, bullshit, I'm doing blow off hookers' asses. Right? I'm living it up. I don't know about that, but I'd definitely be like, I'm eating a whole cheesecake. I mean, I'm partying like- For every meal. 1999, motherfuckers. 1990. Okay, so- for the few people who are watching this, because we're not doing very good on viewers tonight, but that's fine. I like I it. Gonzo, oh, shit. It's Gonzo's about time. Now it's, now it's a party. Gonzo's here. But uh, this is, this is I, I, I did a little asterisk trigger warning, because this is where it starts to shit, shit starts to hit the fan here. Yeah. Starts to get a little funky, funky fresh in the motherfucking building. So um, Rock would, at this point, he's already got the control. Control, done. That's what they need. That's what a cult leader needs to start doing the fucked up shit. So Rock would mentally abuse his kids and sometimes hold them at knife point. Yeah. While he verbally berated them. Well, I'm sure. Yeah, he pulled knives on his kids. I'm Which sure. I never, I was interested to see if they, if he considered them his kids, even though they were his kids, or if he looked at them slightly different because they were ch- children of the movement or whatever the fuck you want to call this bullshit. I, I don't think he looked at him different because I'm sure you'll get to it when his older kids show up. Did you you going to get to that? His what? older his older kids show come to the commune. Oh, yeah. There's kids from the all the way up to like 16. Well, no. His, in like living in the commune. No, Rock in Francis or whatever. His two from his Oh, his wife. original kids? Yes, they, no, I never saw that. Oh, yeah. They come to his commune. Do they and, stay? And they stay for a while. And if I remember correctly, he showed favoritism to those two boys. I would assume. So I would think. They're like, this is different before I was crazy. Come here, guys. So my point is, 
he if he was showing his favoritism to his two first kids, he only looked at these new kids that he fathered through all these women in his, or whatever amount of women in the cult. Concubines is how he looked at them. He did not look at those offspring the same. He looked, they were different. They weren't, of course, that's a shitty cult leader. I think you should worship your cult and be thankful. No, it's the complete opposite idea of a cult well, see, leader. that's though. why I would make a fantastic cult leader. Yeah, but at that point, it's not a cult. Oh. If you actually care about your Damn followers, it. it kind of kind of ruins the whole point of a cult. Cult leaders are traditionally so quite uh, I would self-centered. Be, my cult would just be a bunch of hippies. It'd be a... It would actually be a commune. Because there's, there's a difference between a commune and a cult. But a commune, if you have it's a commune... It's just communes are like always... If they're not a cult, they are flirting that with that fucking line. Well, if you have a commune... And we know cult leaders get to bang all their women, even if they're married to their other... The yeah, dudes. Jim Jones had somebody that ran his fuck schedule for right. him. Does a commune leader get the same treatment? I mean, gonna, it depends. This I, guess, I, I guess it depends on the commune. This is going to vary the decision. Well, I mean, that's all, that all just depends on the person that's in charge. Well, if I'm in charge. They're the ones calling the shots okay. one way or the other. All right. We're sidetracked. So um, uh, here we go. Here We're going to start getting off the rails a little bit. He would also um, nail kids to a tree crucifixion style and have other kids throw rocks at them as punishment for arguably nothing at all. So he's an asshole. Yeah. This is and this is the what pisses me off. This is where I oh you The crazy me. thing is we're talking about nailing kids to trees crucifixion style and having other kids watch this and then throw rocks at them. And we're just getting started. Yeah. I mean this is what I mean as this is going to sound fucking horrible. Go <laughs> what on. I'm, what I'm about to say. You had me at this is going to sound fucking horrible. But I have not that I can tolerate but don't fuck with kids. Yeah. You want to fuck with the men of your group and the females of your group? Do fucked up shit too? It's gonna. Bo- it's still gonna bother me. It's gonna bother yeah, me yeah. less than fucking with the kids. But you know, when you talk about cults, there's a lot, the, the term deprogramming. If I was a member of a cult, which I will get to that later, but I would say this: if I was a member of his cult and I saw him do this to kids, I'd be deprogrammed in a, like a second. And he would have it. Well, ass, that's what I was coming. It's one of those things, though. Like once you get to the point where you're doing shit like this, it's kind of all going to work to your advantage because now there's a reason to fear you. They're like, oh, yeah, shit, I don't want to be that. See, I wouldn't see if I was. Yeah, a- but clearly we're dealing with weak minded people. That's true. And that's OK. We'll get I'll get to that you know what I'm saying. Mind, but go so ahead. Uh, where was I nailing kids to trees? That's where I was. How could I forget such a <laughs> thing? Um. Uh, oftentimes the adults for punishment for stuff would get their asses beat by other members of the group for uh, wanting to leave, for one, um, being accused of spying on the group for the gain or the to, to accrue evidence for the authorities, or just because God told him to. That was, a, that was a valid reason in his mind. God told me that you should have your ass beat, so... Come here, Greg. Well, which guy are we talking about? New Testament or Old Testament? <laughs> Old Testament, I can kind of see that. The one that's in his is in his head, the 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 brain god. So, what? I do love this though. The fact that they sold baked goods around town to make money. Like you're nailing kids to trees and shit, but you're like, God damn it! I swear to God, Barbara, if you don't have those motherfucking brownies out of that goddamn edit or fucking blade, 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 whatever they use in the fucking woods. 
That's another good point. What? How how the fuck are they? You must be working around the clock to be making enough baked goods to sell in like large numbers, and you live in a fucking cabin in the woods. I'm assuming there's no electricity. Uh, that's a good bet. Yeah. So just like one pot belly stove. There's like how many how many of those brownies you got done? Twenty four. How long you been cooking? Since Tuesday. Well, let's face it. They didn't have jobs. They had all day to do this shit. That's true. Some heavy ass rain. Or the Ouija board's kicking in. I don't know. One of the two. Fuck you. Okay. So, um, oh yeah, they sold baked shit around town to make money, and you would be punished if you did not make enough money, because that's how that works. Yeah, I don't. I feel like they didn't have a stone fire brick oven. I feel like that's a little hoity-toity for them. Who knows? They probably just had. Maybe they did like the Vikings, where they just had that fucking like troth of fire down the middle of the room. That would be cool. Yeah, that's fucking sick. Fire hazard like a motherfucker, but it's that's pretty cool. But he, hey, he, you know, he did work for the fire department. He cleaned chimneys yeah. and shit, so he had experience. So, speaking of being punished for not bringing in enough money by selling the brownies and cookies or whatever the fuck else they sold, um, Giselle, his wife, had a, cu- a toe cut off with wire cutters because of this reason. And then another woman in the group had a finger cut off with the same wire cutters. Repurposing. Yeah. Maybe they were trying to swippy swap. Um, What kind of, well, what kind of man would cut off his wife's toe? Well, he wasn't going to cut her. Rockterio. He wasn't going to cut her hand off because that could, you know, fuck up the hand job, I guess. I don't know. That thumb is very important. It just gets, it, it gets weirder as we go. So, and then, oh, another side note that's very important is Rock... When he started drinking and shit and getting after his surgeries and his stomach was all fucked up. Mm-hmm. Once he got diagnosed and they started trying to get him all fixed up, which they should have just let this fucking cockbag die. But he started like a, obsessively reading medical books and medical journals when he started getting sick. You're good. So he starts reading all these medical journals thinking that that's how it works so now he has a fucking cult officially a cult i'm gonna officially call it a cult now he has a cult in which he does all of the first aid including surgeries because that's how that works you know you read a couple books i mean i'm gonna go home tonight read me a book i'm gonna do a surgery tomorrow fucking call it a day so um (laughs) It's amazing. I wish it worked like that. I was like, oh, yeah, you want to be a doctor? Yeah, I read two books. So, uh, well, isn't that what they do in college? They read books? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I read two books. So, can I be a doctor now? Yeah, why not? Fuck of course, it. now when I start my cult tomorrow and I want to do medical procedures, it's called YouTube. That's also a lot. It's a lot quicker than reading books. Fair enough. So, um, oh, one, <laughs> there you go. One of, one of the things that, uh, that he did as his met his first aid was he would give people wine enemas. I don't see the problem with that. You can die from that shit really easily. It'd be a good buzz though. It goes right to the blood. Well, that's quick. why you die. Alcohol poisoning. It's well, happened before. There's a fine. There's a risk to everything. You want to party? You might have to pay the price. Yeah. No, I don't want. Well, now we're getting onto the the real subject, the underlying subject of we're talking about putting stuff in your ass, and you don't think there's anything wrong with it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, 
this show is not about me. This is about Rock. Get back to Rocky. You know what Rock stand, rhymes with? Cocky. Cock. Right up that fucking doo-doo puss. That rusty balloon knot. Exit only, baby. <laughs> Moving on. So, uh. I hope then, we have no kids listening to this show. Oh, that's right. Nobody's listening, so who gives a fuck? Well, then we get into some more rules. More rules, because cult. Nobody was, the, the parishioners, if you will, or his followers, were not allowed to talk to each other unless he was around. Or I like the term hostages. But, well, some of them probably. If they're still there by will, it's not a hostage. Um, What's the uh, terminology? What? We love your captor. Um, what fuck? Oh, shit. Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. You're still a hostage. Though. True. Your mind just has to. That's fair. Your mind has to cope, find a way to cope with your situation. Yeah, so. that's fair. But yeah, so they couldn't talk if he wasn't around. Um, they could only have sex with his permission, which assumingly, or you, one would be a would assume that it probably involved him as well, because that's usually how cults go. Um, so a girl, something happened where a member wanted to leave. And the police got involved, and Rock was arrested for refusing to uh, release one, this member. And they did a psych evaluation, found that he was fit for trial, and then he just got a suspended sentence. Which, uh, I, that, correct me if I'm wrong, that's kidnapping. But, I, by definition, I believe But it's correct. Canada. Here's where we get into Canada being a bit too nice. So he got a suspended sentence for that. Um I also threw this in here. I saw this later. I guess they all. He, there was also times where kids were held over fire. I yeah, I did hear that. too. I didn't like see a lot of stuff about that, but I guess that was a thing. Yeah, I did hear that. Little Tommy roasting on an open fire, apple in his mouth. Did they do it rotisserie style or just hold? You know, that's what I'm saying. I really kind of wanted more detail about that. <laughs> once I so once I read it once, I was like, I kind of need to know more. In a sick, perverted kind of way. Is there like, is there like a, a, a graph or a, a whatever the fuck you want to call it? Um, so suspended sentence on basically a kidnapping charge. Yeah. Um, let's see. The oh, by this time people were being hung from the ceiling and beat with hammers and shit. Ooh, that's nice. always good. That's yeah, that's always awesome. And also having their body hairs plucked out individually, hung on upside down. Plucked out one by one. Yeah, would... that that doesn't seem like that would be inconvenient. Well, it but depends like, if you're like how much body hair you have. And also, I would think it would be worse worse to just grab a handful. It would hurt more. I would think so. I mean, you know, plucking like, one at a time wouldn't be that bad. Yeah, that's not bad. Depending until you get to the nose hair because that shit hurts. Yeah, nose hairs don't even hurt that bad. It's just like an automatic. Like you're just like blink, and your eyes just like Water. turns into fucking Niagara Falls. So yeah, getting beat with hammers. That that was a thing. Um, some people got shit on by Rock or other members of the group. Yes, some were forced to eat human shit and or dead mice. That was also a thing. And then here's a little misery thing that we can throw in. Um, some were forced to break their own legs with a sledgehammer. No. Yeah. Obviously, this is where Stephen King got misery. How the fuck do you pull that off? 
Like, how could you, I don't think, how, how, thinking about it, how would you force yourself to break your own legs with a sledgehammer? How could you bring yourself to do that? And you would think it's almost, it's got to be something similar to the misery setup. You would, well, to do it yourself, though, that's the kicker. Yeah. It takes a lot. It's like the guy from the Elisa Lamb episode that slit his own throat. Like, sad that he felt the need to do that, but... The most badass way to go out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you feel your life's in danger, I, I can almost see it. You'll do whatever you think. I can see you actually doing that just to, if you think it's going to save your life. If you're in that mindset, that's very possible. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I, I don't know. I can't wrap my head around it, but I also don't ever see myself becoming part of a cult. So. Um, as I said earlier, the women were looked at as concubines and they had to have sex with him whenever he said so, which as is his divine right. Yeah. Like it's one of those things where you like in your mind, you want to be like, I mean, that'd be sick, but it's also terribly wrong and super fucked up. I agree. As long as it's like willing, that's fuck good for you, man. You're, you're a hero to thousands, but right now you're fucking sick as shit. So, uh. And then it started. Uh, it started to come up that uh, I guess he was, at least on a handful of occasions, was also sexually abusing the children. Shocker. Yeah. Again, I gave one trigger warning. That's all you get. So uh, in 1981, we had our first death. This man got pissed off because this two-year-old wouldn't stop crying while his parents were gone, and he beat the kid pretty badly, I guess. So Rock and Gabrielle, who Gabrielle became his like favorite person, she was a former nurse in her normal people life, so therefore he had use for her. Um, they uh, did a surgery on the two-year-old boy to try to save him, with sterilized scissors, and they injected rubbing alcohol in the kid's stomach. And subsequently, the two-year-old died two days later. Huh. That's, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't even have words to say. Yeah. They cut open a two-year-old kid with scissors and then put rubbing alcohol in his stomach to try to cure him. I, I, I don't... I can't even... That's just the ignorance of that. And that's what I'm saying. Like, this is the stuff that pisses me off. Like, I can, like, not, not that I, not that I glorify rape culture or murder or anything like that, but like, it is something that I find interesting because it has real life repercussions and shit like that and actual evidence that you can look into. Right. But it's just a whole other fucking world when you start talking to our kids. Because the original guy is a fucking sack of shit for beating a two-year-old kid until, like, at all. Let alone to the point that it's actually physically injured by the time you're done. And then these two fucking idiots, one of which was a goddamn nurse as a profession. You're going to cut a kid open with fucking scissors and put and inject rubbing alcohol into its stomach. I don't... I mean, (sighs) this... This is where there, in my mind, and like I said, this seems wrong. Doing this to children and doing this to adults, in my mind, two different things. It is. I mean, it's fucked either way. It's fucked either way, but 
Like you deserve to get kicked in the nuts until you until like you fucking hack them out of your mouth. Like when either you do, way, like in, in regards to this show, if this we when we talk about him doing this to an adult, we can crack jokes about that a little bit. Still fucked up. Yeah, but you we can't even make this funny. Yeah, when it's you can't you can't make it funny. No, there's no way around it. Like this, these are the ones that even I, with my fucked up sense of humor, I read it and listen to it, and I'm like, God damn, dude. Yeah, I mean, it it, it, it it's gonna fucking it, it's uh it's gonna get worse. Well, it's not gonna get worse than that. Like we're kind of done with the kids for the most part. There's still a little bit of kid shit coming in, so leave that up. So uh, the group had they voted the group after these all these goings on. And the result of that group or that vote um, was that they were going to castrate the man with a rusty razor blade, which they did. Wait, who they castrate? The guy that beat the kid. Okay. You went in some points with me now. Yeah, so they castrate the guy with a rusty ra- razor blade. And one of the ex- his excuses for this, once it came up, was Rock said that the man was suffering from breathing problems. <laughs> That were stemming from his testicles. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't. I, I, I mean, I've heard of what Bull Durham. He said, "Breathe through your eyelids." Yeah. I've never once for, took breath through my scrotum. Is it? It's like, have you ever seen the Watch with Ben Stiller and Vince Vaughn and uh, Jonah Hill? No, they're all like neighborhood watch guys, but it's a alien movie oh yeah yeah they take that they take that little like high school skater kid into the cops and they're like just all in his face he's like look at him but talk to me talk talk to him but look at him but listen to me talk to listen look at both of us and listen to no one (laughs) like it's the funniest fucking scene dude so uh anyway that dude go figure that dude runs off and tells the uh authority on the about this this fucking cult that's injecting babies with rubbing Wait, alcohol. Who ran away? The old guy that got castrated. Ballas? Yeah. Old Ballas? Yeah, go figure. You cut his balls off and he ran off to tell. Oh, I know. He didn't he did run very fast. I get it. Fuck. That. By that time, I would. Shit. I wouldn't even care about the pain by that point. I'd be like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. But of course, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a chunk. I'm a thick boy. So I'd probably be better off just going to finding a nice steep hill and rolling down it. I'd probably, it'd probably be faster. I'm older. So they get old. They get bigger when you get older. So it'd be a lot to cut off. <laughs> like losing a leg. I'll take your word for it. So, oh, don't lie. You leads, saw him yesterday. This leads us to December ninth, nineteen eighty one, when the cops raided the. Uh, it's a compound. fucking cult. Like uh, it's not even a compound. It was just a shitty one. Compound. Yeah, it was. It was, it was, it was a. It was a house. Like so, nineteen eighty one. The cops raided the place. And they arrested Rock and three others for the death of the boy and for chopping off old boy's ball sacks. So 10 months of – it, it was at trial for 10 months. They were found guilty. And the range of the punishments that was dished out to these four people was anywhere from nine months to one year. Wait a minute. That's all any of them got. Nine to for, 12 months. For killing a, a child. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can almost understand one year for cutting off. What was it? It was like uh, it was unlicensed blah, blah, blah of medical treatment. Medical malpractice. Dude, no more than a year any of these fucking people got. Because even though they didn't they didn't beat the kid, 
they the kid was still alive. So essentially, they at least fucking sped up the process of that kid dying. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Oh, he got beat and he's hurt. Let's cut him open with scissors. Because that's how it works. Yeah. <sighs> so anyway, May 1st, we're jumping ahead a little bit again. May 1st, 1984, they moved to the woods outside of Burnt River, Ontario, which I guess as to this day has like 300 people in it tops. Perfect place for them. Yeah. Yeah. So um, then quiet for a little bit. Uh, child in, dies in the commune in 1985. Children's Services found out, found out that about it and investigated it. Found out it was sudden infant death syndrome. Sids, right? Not really something that's going to be prosecuted or taken to court, mm-hmm. which is fucking stupid. But other people involved or around said that the kid may or may not have been purposely left outside by its mother to freeze to death to keep the child from having to go through the reality of the life in that cult. Like a mercy kill? Yeah. Now, again, we're talking about killing kids or anybody, but I feel like if you're going to mercy kill somebody, There's don't let way. them fucking freeze to There's death. There's much better ways to do it. It Like, smash their head with a rock while they're asleep or some shit. Like, or the fuck. Wi- or the wine enema. I feel like a disgusting balloon. I mean, but like, there's got to be a better way, Margaret. I would think so. I mean, come on, Nancy. Hypothermia is a shitty way to go. Yeah. So, um, yet another one. A young man fled into town after being badly beaten, and he told authorities that Rock had also sexually assaulted him on several occasions. Huh. So Rock, the Rock likes cock. <laughs> I'll put that little sound beat or sound. Affecting it for me on that one. Piece of shit. So, uh, same year, December 6th, 1985, police raid, police and child services, whatever they fucking call it in, in Canada, they raid the facility, if you will, and they take uh, 14 kids aging from five months old to 16 years old and put them into foster care. And all these kids talked about sexual abuse. Their parents denied all of it. And there was no charges filed against anybody. They took 14 kids away from this place. Listening to them talk about sexual abuse and physical abuse. Parents say, no, they're just being silly gooses. You can take them, though. They're just my children. Not a single charge filed. So the Canadians are a little liberal with their enforcement of laws. These religious laws are fucking ridiculous there, I guess. So, um... Over the next few years, nine more kids are born into this commune, and they're all taken from them and put into foster care within the first couple of days. So now we're up to 23 kids mm-hmm. at this point taken by the government, let alone people did come and go, which is what I never understood about this is there were people that did come and go. So where was the line drawn of like, this is the person I'm going to fucking give wine enemas to and shit. It was up to uh, Moses's uh, discretion. Yeah. So that happened. Jump ahead a little bit again. September 28th, 1988. Solange Boyard, who had been experiencing abdominal pain, um, 
yeah, she, I guess she was his spiritual wife. Oh, is this the pro? Oh, yes. oh God. So, <laughs> again, Solange Boyard had been experiencing some, some experiencing some abdominal pain. You guys will like this one. There's not very many people in here, but you're all fucked up. You'll like this one. And uh, so <laughs> what happens? She they They strip her naked, lay her out on a table, and then Rock comes in in a red robe, as is tradition, of course. And uh, punched her in the stomach to start. Mm-hmm. I mean, who needs anesthesia when you got a good fucking right hook to the gut? I mean, yeah, it's like take it's like smacking the television. Yeah, that'll so, fix it. Yeah, so he comes in and punches her in the stomach, and then gave her an enema of olive oil and molasses. Uh, I take the line. I'm cool on all the enemas. I'm I'm out. No thanks. No, I don't need any liquids in my butt. Well, I'm just saying if I had a choice. Yeah, fuck that. I'm running you through the woods. Imagine how hard it'd be to wipe your ass after having maple syrup up that shit. Oh, you probably know, but that's beside the point. There's worse. Okay. Worse things. It'd be sticky. The toilet paper would be sticking to your ass. You yeah. never get it clean. You need a, a whatever, a boat, whatever it's called. Yeah, plays water in your ass. Yeah, and, and now mind you, children watched this whole situation. People watched this happen. So on top of that, what does he do next? With the help of uh, Gabrielle, the uh, nurse, former nurse, I guess she was like his right hand woman. So on top of the molasses and olive oil enema and the punch to the gut, not really sure where that one fucking fits in there. But they also, he also cuts open her abdomen and with his bare hands pulls out part of her intestines. And then Gabrielle stitches her up and she dies the next day and they bury her somewhere on the compound. But wait, there's more. Oh, boy. Yes. So I guess she was disinterred. Her body was disinterred three different times from my understanding. Right. I don't know if there's an order to certain things happening and on certain disinternments of her body or if it's just all kind of lumped together. I don't know that. But let's talk about what they did to her body after they buried it and dug it back up. So Boyard's body was dug up several times, like I said, because Rock had the powers of fucking... Uh, uh, what's the fucking word? Uh, resurrection. He had the he had the power of Jesus, and he could bring people back together. So what did he do? How do we how do we resurrect people? Oh, we drill a hole in their head of their dead body, and then Rock and some of his male followers ejaculate into that hole. Yes, I don't. It it didn't work. I'm shocked. Yeah, so they jerk off into the drilled-out hole in the head of the dead woman that they dug up, and as as you already spoiled, it didn't work. Are you sure? I'm not real. I don't know where they went wrong. It seems like a foolproof fucking plan here. Drill, d- drilled out noggin holes and, and, and fucking baby gravy equals life, right? 
Holes in baby gravy make life. How big of a drill do you have to be? How, or how small were their penises? Well, I don't think... I didn't see anything about them fucking Oh, no, they the didn't, literally didn't skull fuck them. <laughs> no, I just... I just... Yeah, all I read just said that they ejaculated into the hole. They just had really good aim. I mean, it's not like she's going anywhere. But, yeah. It's not a moving target. You know, last time I had an orgasm, many, many years ago, you know, there's a little... You, you think know, after the first guy went, like, he he just sat there while the other guys went, and he, like, had her lips... It's so big. Look at that dick. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fuck. What's I, that? I can't remember what that name is. It's got Steve Carell in it, too. Yeah, I have not seen where he spoofed Chris Angel. Um, so, yeah. Uh, come in heads. <laughs> Does not bring people back to life. Note to yes. self. Um, which, on top of that, Rock also removed one of her ribs and fashioned a necklace out of it. Well, you know, you need a keepsake when you kill somebody. Yeah, and when this shit started to come up a little bit here and there, the followers just said that she was went to visit her family. In heaven. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, now we're going to get into Gabrielle. Because Gabrielle, I guess, was his fucking main squeeze of deranged fucking psychopathness. Because I actually had to come back and throw this one in because this is before the next story I have about Gabrielle and Rock. Apparently, Gabrielle, in 1988, Rock removed eight of her teeth with pliers because she had tried to get out several times. She tried to, like, leave several times. Eight times? And kept coming back. But she kept... Wait. Oh, no, no, no. That was just in one run. He just did that at one wait, pop, I believe. She, she left and then came back? Multiple times. Okay, she deserved to have her teeth taken out then. Yeah, eh, I don't think anybody deserves it. But I mean, if you're that dumb, to come I don't understand back, what the fuck. Like the, those fear tactics, tactics must be, are just fucking next level, dude. I mean, so, but once you get out and to come back in, that shows yeah. mental problems. So now we get to this story about I was Gabrielle. Being a sarcastic with it. Fair enough. And we get to this story about Gabrielle, and this whole story is over her. He wanted his followers to write letters. To praise him for all that he's done for them and shit. So over her refusing to do this, Rock uh, had Gabrielle put her hand on a table and stabbed her through the hand with a knife. And like hard enough that she was pinned to the table for I believe it was four hours. And as she sat there stuck to the table with a knife through her hand, he took another knife and he would cut her skin on her that arm and cut chunks out of it and would just be flinging chunks of her arm onto the floor while she's awake, pinned to this table by her hand with a knife. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So, it, dude. So, um, then, and then his, his inner loving person comes in. He's, he started to express how worried he was about gangrene sitting in on her arm. Oh, well, yeah. you know, he has so, a heart. Yeah, so what what happens? She gets dragged outside. They put her arm on a stump, and he drunkenly takes two whacks at her arm with a fucking old meat cleaver and cuts her arm off just above the elbow. And she gets to sit there and watch her arm fall off the trunk and hit the ground and just flop. Ow. Yeah, that was his uh, solution to that problem. I mean, you have to take the whole form? Yeah, well, and then, but I will say. a little bit of overkill. I will. I will say he did do his due diligence and the next day cuz I believe they just let her stay there but I believe but the next day he did cauterize 
her stump arm with a uh, heated, like white hot heated up piece of a drive shaft from a truck. Yeah. So not okay. only is he recycling, he's making sure she doesn't bleed out. But good, a day later. Good man. Yeah. <laughs> How the fuck? That was my thing. I was like, what the fuck kind of tourniquet did you throw on there that she didn't bleed out overnight? A damn good one, apparently. That's what I'm saying. Like That must, whew, that must have been that good Justin leather belt. You know that shit you're going to buy in Texas. So, um, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. The, the, this was a toss. And I don't know exactly where this sets into the timeline, but apparently Rock also cut off a, pe- a part of her breast. Now we have a problem. Oh, now? <laughs> God. See, she's an adult. I'll make a joke. I, 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 she but, was over 18, right? I, I assume she was a nurse. She's either over eighteen or she's fucking female Doogie Hauser. But I wish I knew Save where the, I wish off. I knew where that fit into the timeline. Because I'm pretty sure that had already happened. What the uh... the tit <laughs> when he took a bit of tit. I just said that's cruel. You pass the chicken legs? Nah, here's a breast. Every <laughs> uh, whatever viewers we have, they're going to leave now. <laughs> yeah, well, because we have a whole lot. I don't give a shit. Well, I mean, I give. It, I, I want people to watch, but we have the good ones here all the time. That's what matters. So, again, I, I really wish I knew where in the timeline the tit cutting off thing fell. But anyway, um, finally, Gabrielle leaves for good. Fucking finally. Good job, Gabs. But did she come back? No, she went to the police. Thank God. Which, uh, apparently, when she left... Other members of the commune, the cult, also dipped because they were they like, just, they "Shit's gonna hit the fan, and either we're going, to, we're gonna end up going to prison forever, or he's gonna fucking kill us before they get here to get us." They went to stepping, so they dipped. Like, yeah, good call, peeps. So, um, Rock. So every it, well, everybody took off really because Rock took off at that point too. So Rock takes off, and they catch him six weeks later with two of his wives and two of his children. He packed light. Apparently, <laughs> two had yeah. fifteen. Oh, it took two. That's a new one. Hi, Jenny. Um, so he gets caught with two of his wives and two of his children trying to run to the good old U.S. of A. Because let's talk about this real quick. One, you've been fucking skating the law in Canada for injecting rubbing alcohol into two-year-old stomachs and fucking. Being accused of sexually assaulting kids and women. Nailing them to a tree. Nailing kids to trees. Burning and them somehow you've gotten no nothing worse than up to a year in jail and suspended sentences. But you're gonna come to America. One, that court our court system will butt fuck you like you deserve. Actually, you know what? He should I wish he would have run to like fucking Poland. Oh, that would or Russia. Bad. See what happens there, bud. Nostrovia bitches. You want wine enema? No, we do a vodka enema. And we heat up vodka to boil first. And then pour in your butt. But here's my other problem with the whole running to America thing. He didn't seem... Apparently, he was a pretty semi-intelligent guy. I like to read. Oh, Chalupa Cobra's having a good dream over there. You wouldn't... Do you think that he took the time to think... You're going from Canada to the United States of America... They have open extradition laws between those two countries. Oh, yeah, it's not a good move. Why the fuck wouldn't you go to, like, Mexico or something where, like, at least they'll have to argue with the local government a little bit to get you extradited? Or, like, or 
be, don't be an idiot. This is all pre pre nine eleven. So security in airports is a little chiller. It's probably a lot easier to get through in the late eighties. Put on a disguise. Take your ass to fucking like Nepal, well, where no one's ever gonna fucking find you or look well, for how you. How many brownies and cookies did they sell? Maybe he couldn't afford that shit. I'm not. I would hope he's got money. He's a goddamn cult leader. Well, it sounds like if no. you're gonna be a broke cult leader, you're a fucking sack of shit. Well, it's like a drug deal. You can't get high on your own supply when you start killing your own cult members. It's like the total opposite of that one guy. Who? What, what was his name? Fuck. Uh, the rich man's um, Schwami or whatever the fuck. God damn it. What's a, what was his name? Had like 93 Rolls Royces. Oh. Preached it, about how. To, took over the town. Yeah. Preached about how oh, like. Uh, what was How uh, poor people could hear him but couldn't understand what he was saying, what he was preaching. Yeah. They took over the town. Yeah. I can't remember what, his fucking name. Netflix series. I started watching and never finished it. All right, but I know but yeah. That about. fucking chotch knock. That's a new one. Chotch knocker. I like it. Chotch knocker. Okay. So. They finally catch old 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 rock at the uh, trying to get into the United States of America, and he gets charged with the attack and mutilation of Gabrielle and is sentenced. This one kind of pissed me off too. He fucking carved up this girl's arm while she was pinned to while the said arm was pinned through the hand with a knife to the table. Carved up the arm, chopped it off, had already chopped off part of her breast and pulled out eight of her teeth. Caused the death of a two-year-old. Suppose I'm not saying supposedly to play devil's advocate. I just don't didn't see that there was any actual f- evidence of sexual assault on anybody. But we all know it was fucking a thing that was happening. Gets sentenced to twelve years. Twelve years. Dropped to ten. At because he appealed it. He appealed the sentencing. Okay. So he ends up in. He chopped a fucking girl's arm off amongst other parts of her body, and got 10 years. And he was a cult leader. He's out here giving wine enemas and shit. 10 fucking... So, but he gets butt-fucked anyway. How did he get butt-fucked? So, the the former followers of Rock Terrio, they go to the police and tell them about the stuff that he did to Solange, or whatever the fuck, the girl that... You know, cut her up and pulled yeah, her intestines out. They put, cut they, they sexually violated her. her dead skull. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, they told her about that. And, uh, they, which they did all this after they were safe out of his fucking reach because he was locked up. Thank fuck. So this goes to trial now. And Rock agrees to bite a second degree murder charge as long as he's not hit with uh the other assaults and sexual assaults and the crown takes that deal i don't know what the fucking difference is you sack of shit so in 1993 boom life sentence now he's got life thank god and he goes to millman maximum security penitentiary uh he fucking at the time had a couple of his wives lived uh right down the street ran a bakery go figure so he still had followers he still had followers at this point and one of them would visit every six weeks for a conjugal visit 
And go figure, his 28th child is conceived while he's in prison for life. 28 children. Yeah. I mean, it's not like he fucking took it. He took, he, he saw take care of your kids as a whole different fucking thing. He took care of them in like the hitman Bruce Willis way. He took care of them in like the, like how, uh, I mean, how the hell did they give him too soon? He took care of his kids about as well as Alec Baldwin takes care of his, his, his crew. Oh, we can talk about that at the end. That's. (laughs) <laughs> an actor that's anti-gun has officially shot and killed more people than most people that have 99% guns. of people who own guns. Yeah. The irony, you can cut it with a knife. I mean, don't get me wrong. It fucking sucks. It's terrible. And I'm not making, I'm not making light of the death of people, but it is fucking, I like the conspiracy. That, theory. that irony is thicker than fucking Kim Kardashian's fake saline ass. But have you heard of the conspiracy theory going around about that? Oh, God. Is there one? Oh, yeah. They're, they're already coming out. Uh, apparently, a Trump supporter did it because they're pissed off him about all his Saturday Night Live shit. Oh, go fuck off. These people have lost Jesus Christ. ever-loving fucking minds. Anyway, back to the stuff that makes sense. Okay, continue. So, again, he had his, he had his 28th kid while he was in prison for life. Um, he actually came up for parole in 2006 and requested to the parole board to be left to not be released because he thought that he he felt he would get murdered if they let him out. Probably a good call on his behalf. I would say there probably might be a pretty good chance of that. Uh, The odds are in their favor. Yeah. Yeah. Or he's going to end up back in prison because he's fucking crazy. So now we we get to the wrap-up here. Oh, we're coming to the end? Yeah, I have my last, uh, what is that, two, three, three notes? Okay. My last three notes of the uh, the the harrowing tale of Rock. I don't even remember his fucking last name at this point. Thermopolis. So uh, while he's in, he he gets moved to another prison, I fucking forget where. And I think it was in New Brunswick. I don't know why I remember that specifically. But uh, we jump to a sixty-year-old convicted murderer named Matthew McDonald. Matthew McDonald. I don't think. Oh, just wait. Just wait. She, we just had a question in the live chat. That's getting answered right now. Okay. So 60 year old convicted murder. Matthew McDonald is caught on tape entering, uh, Terrio's Terrio. There it is. Terrio. Yeah. Rock Terrio's cell. They had a little fighty fight going on. You could see some struggles and basically the end of this security camera footage that they caught is, is, Fucking Matthew McDonald pulling his homemade shank out of Rock's neck as he collapses into a pool of blood, and he's dead. And he almost decapitated the man, and from what I understand, stabbed him over a hundred times. And then uh, my last note here is my favorite note of this whole story. Uh, Mr. McDonald, who murdered Rock Terrio, as he deserved... He then calmly walked up to the guard and handed the weapon to the guard. And he said, and I quote, where is it? Where's my quote? That piece of shit's down on the range. Here's the knife. I sliced him up. And you're welcome. The end. Bedtime story over, kids. God, it's Goodness. like it's the only happy ending that could have happened is happen he sooner? got killed in a fucking horrific manner. How did that not happen sooner? You know? Like I'm not, I'm not. 
it's one of those it's one of those catch twenty two situations because you can't you can't and don't want to sit here and support the idea of the taking of another person's life and this that the other. But I agree with Lamont. Lamont says nice. No, I I like from a social social standpoint. Yeah, you can't. None of us are judged during executioner, but but good. Some people deserve to die. Yeah. I, just the way I feel. Yeah. And the fact that he almost got his head cut off with a prison shank after the shit that he fucking did. He deserved it. I think he got off pretty pretty light, really. Right. I agree. I mean, he was... Because a- God knows my... That's my whole thing is like, God knows... Like, what other skeletons are in this closet? I mean... There's but- always that thought with serial killers, cult leaders, all that shit. You know, we all... We can guarantee you there's some other dark, fucked up shit in this dude's story that nobody fucking knows about. Even if it's like a dead sex worker in fucking Alberta. You know what I mean? Like something that is not, I don't want to say not serious, but not as not as sadistic as some of the shit that he we know he did. On his own Because people. clearly he's a, he's a just blatant sadist. On his own people. That's what's so weird about this. I mean, if you look at him and then all the other, you know, Jim Jones. Who was an asshole as well, and you know, and killed all you know, killed his cult. Correct. Mm-hmm. Was that was a cool, yeah, coolie guy. Yeah, Jonestown. But, but it was done for a reason, essentially, mass suicide, basically, or mass murder. <laughs> but he was looking at as moving on to the next life, right? I'm not an expert on. Yeah, that. I mean, my opinion is that he did it because he didn't want to get put in jail and he didn't want to lose his power, right? Because it was about to happen. <laughs> but Charlie Manson, Charlie Man, and here's the thing: Charlie Manson is the most famous cult leader. of all You know time. what's really funny? Did you hear about the guy, some dude that got locked up? Uh, who was it? Where did I hear that? I heard a story that somebody told about this dude that they knew that was in San Quentin, and he said like he knew Charles Manson, and he said like you saw all that shit on TV and shit like that, and then like once the cameras were gone and he was back on the cell was block, normal. he was normal as fuck. Oh, yeah. He didn't do all that shit when nobody was around. It was an act. Because apparently the guys, the guy that told this person that story still has a, uh, he's got like a necklace or something that he made out of his hair. Yeah. And oh. I was like, I thought the same thing that the other guy he was talking to thought. I was like, fuck, how have you not sold that yet? How much is that fucking Don't worry, worth? Zach Baggins will buy it. Well, I mean, fuck, even when he was alive, he was selling his art and shit for good fucking money. Thousands of dollars. But Manson never, he, for all his faults. He never hurt his members outside of the normal mental mental abuse. So that's the thing with Charles Manson, though, is it's so nobody knows. You don't know. Because there's supposedly like 30 more bodies attached to that dude in some way, shape or form that he may have personally done some of those people in. We know for sure he killed the drug dealer. Oh, yeah. For tax, got tax, got him over. He killed the drug dealer. Yeah, 100%. But he did. He treated his members. His core members, it was about he in his some sick sadistic way he loved them. See, I don't think I don't think a cult leader loves the people. I think the cult leader loves what the people do for them. They're Fair not enough. people, they're pawns. Fair enough. It's a confused love. That you might be right, but in their mind they're thinking they're justifying it by saying I love them, but that's really what subconsciously they really see, but like I feel like subconsciously they don't. Well, it, like, well, like I feel like they, we'll they, they have to but they but 
even if you know in your head that you don't, you have to be the best actor ever in portraying that, or else you're not going to get that blind fealty, if you will. I agree. And like Koresh. Now, there was some pedophilia type pedophilia type things going on there from what I, I think. but I've never seen any like 100%, 100% concrete shit, but, but it doesn't. I, I, I don't. Took in younger, no way do I rule it I out. I think he took younger wives. You know, what we. Oh, were, yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. So that's what I mean by that. Because I'm pretty sure Jim Jones did too. Um, but you never you don't hear these stories of the outright physical torture abuse. Yeah, that's what sets Rocky apart mm-hmm. from everybody else. Well, and I think that's why, like, that's why he got away with so much shit. Is because like, other cult leaders will scare you, but like after some of the shit he did, he'd be like, "If you fucking leave, I'll kill you," and you'd be like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, no, I know that. I know you will. I've seen it." Okay, now let's get into my opinion on cult. I'll make you break your own legs with a sledgehammer. And this is going to seem a little harsh to me, or coming from me. I really don't have a lot. If you're in a cult, I don't have a lot of sympathy for you. If you're that easily brainwashed and I just don't have a lot of sympathy. That's like the Koresh and all these other. I do. Because like it, all it takes is that one moment of of weakness and despair in your life that you just need some type of way out and you see it somewhere and you, or you think you see it, yeah, you're going to go to it. But You see a light at the end of the tunnel, you're going to go for the light. Even in my darkest hours, and trust me, there have been some dark freaking hours. I know my personality. It's like say- Well, see, but that's the other wife. thing is like you never know. Like not every cult is the same. But my, So like, we don't know. There could be one out there that's fucking perfect for you and I. We just don't even know about but it. It's like, like in you know the Branch Davidians with Koresh. And my- wife girlfriend or whatever we were in that mm-hmm. and david crush came to me and said um i'm gonna tag your wife i'm gonna say no you're not oh yeah no see, see that's I'm, what I i'm said, saying ahead, is like you're gonna get your ass beat you better be fucking jesus because i'm gonna be you're gonna get crucified again bitch well see that's what i'm saying like we, like there could be one out there that is right up our alley there may be but i just, I just but if it's right up your alley you're not gonna hear about it because i'm too skeptical of everybody i don't i don't i don't hell i don't believe half the bullshit i say Right. what anybody else says. Yeah. You know, I was like, really, you fall for this shit? Oh, yeah. That's, see, that's the thing is like, I like you and I are both too cynical for that shit. I mean, right. You've seen me at a bar with somebody talking shit. I'm like, I roll my eyes consistently. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. For yeah. Everybody. yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm looking at it through my eyes where I just, I, I that's like Scientology. <laughs> Even though I'm starting to think there's something to it. We might have to look into that. Shit's working for Tom Cruise. That motherfucker. He's 85 years old and looks like he's 30. Maybe that Scientology shit works. That's Botox. Okay, whatever. I'm saying maybe L. Ron Hubbard was on to something. Maybe look, he figured yeah, well, look at John Travolta. That is true. Well, John's had a bad hard life. I mean, John Travolta looks like the that creepy fucking ventriloquist doll from the movie Dead Silent. That is very true. That movie was fucking scary. But like, like it's Scient- just the dolls. Like Scientology for is a perfect example. Which let's face it, Scientology is a cult. Mm-hmm. No offense, whatever Muscave or whatever your name is. I'm not. I Who? think I was well, David Miscavige. <laughs> Miscavige, the leader now, the current leader. Oh, Miscavige. Yeah, Miscavige. Yeah. No offense. Don't get pissy. But I think a lot of religions are cults. You know, every religion's a cult to a certain extent. Uh but. My t- if I'm if I, they would tell me some of the shit they're telling these people, I'm like, 
Really? Come on now. Well, I just love when religious people are like, but cults use fear tactics. So does Christianity. Well, if oh, you don't do what we say, you'll go to a burning pit fire, that, pit of fire and all, brimstone. All cults, all religions, all is all fear based. Yeah. It's a, they're all in the fear and control business. But I'm just too damn cynical. And I don't buy anybody's bullshit to fall for it. Like you said, maybe there is one out there that's perfect. Maybe there's some sex cult I can get involved in. I don't know. But I'm kind of stingy when it comes to the female. You know, I don't like to share. I don't play well with others. I just couldn't see myself listening to somebody to that extent. Because they tend not to, they tend to frown upon people questioning anything. And I'd be the first one to be like, yes, Travis, that doesn't fucking make sense. Go over that one again. Can you repeat that shit for me one time? I'm going to need you. Can you draw me a graph? I'm going to need some science to back this up. Well, science is the devil. (laughs) Have a good one. I'm out. Okay. So basically, Rocky, I give Rocky credit for one thing. He didn't make the ultimate mistake. Didn't have guns, so didn't get the, you know, most of his cult members. I, that's one thing I don't understand about cults. Fuck, at that point, it would have been fucking better off. That's true. But Half why, these people that went through this shit would have been better off if you would have just fucking shot them in the head. Why do all these modern-day cults, like, or not modern-day cults, but... I mean, this wasn't that long ago. No, it wasn't that long ago, but... He died in 2011. But why? what is it the fascination with guns? Preparing for the Armageddon? Security, just like everybody else? No, the branch security, whether it's good or bad, did not have that. Well, was, David Gresh was moving guns. Yeah, but, I mean, I understand you got to make money. Well, guns is a good business. So is pot, and marijuana, and cocaine. Well, look at look at fucking uh, look at fucking um, Lou Velozzi, the ATF agent. He's got a podcast, and like I think he's I think he's got a book coming out like next month. Mm-hmm. Like he talks about fucking when he was doing. Uh, undercover shit he could buy a fucking gun in georgia for 150 bucks and you take it to fucking the bronx and that same fucking gun sells for a thousand and it could just be a shitty little glock there we go shit turn a profit yeah like that's fucking guns guns is good money have you ever seen fucking uh what is it lords of war whatever the fuck it is with jonah hill no it's it's literally it's based on a true story. It's about two like it's literally about like two twenty five year old kids that like just start getting illegal weapons contracts with the military and they just make millions upon millions upon millions upon millions of dollars. They got in trouble eventually, but you know. Right. Cause they did it illegally as fuck. I don't know. I mean I I just don't I think it takes a broken person to be just, you have to be broken to become a cult member or to fall for the bullshit. Oh, well, yeah. You have to be broken. Yeah. They don't get these people. They, you get them, the people that end up in cults for the most part are, they're always down on their luck and they're at like a, a low point in their life. Right. Excuse right. me. Right. You're never, it's never like, that's what I understand. Like, but, and that's the thing is like, people are like, well, religion, Catholicism is not a cult. Scientology is a religion, blah, blah, No, they just figured out the, the fucking equation. Well, if you took it to look at the definition of a cult, religions are called, um, MC, biker gangs are called, to a certain extent. Sports fandom is a cult. Yes. Fanatics, you know. Liking all- Bud Light instead of fucking Miller Light. That's just intelligent. <laughs> That's just called good judgment. 
I don't know. It depends on if it's free. If it's free, I don't or give a fuck what it me. is. If it's um, free, I'll take fucking Natty Light. Actually, Natural Light is not that bad. It's just... It's better than gr- Keystone. It's great. It's basically a Bud Light. Natural Light is a Bud Light. It's just... Uh, Worse ingredients. A B-grade. Yeah. A, they use B, the B-grade... I would just Green. rather not have Keystone. Please. It's the same ingredients, just the lower grade. Yeah, I'll drink a Bush Latte a thousand times before I drink a Keystone Light. Oh no, I can't do Bush or Bush Light. I can't do Keystone. No. I'll I'll drink a Bush. I mean, I'll drink anything if like that's what you got to give me, and I'm at like a cookout. I don't give a fuck at that point. But yeah, no, that's my that's always been my point with the religion cult argument. I'm like, dude. All the religions, ju- they just figured out the pro. They figured out the the fucking equation that works, where you don't have to physically accost and hurt people to put the f- a fear into them that is strong enough to make right. them follow yeah, your yeah. word. They're a nicer cult because it's literally the same thing. Like everybody's like, "Oh, cult this, cult that," but I praise Jesus. It's literally the same fucking thing. It's just more widespread. You don't have one person that you listen to. Even though you fucking do, you listen to the fucking Pope. Theoretically. Even though we know that's not how it actually works. I don't know. The Pope's like the president. Like, yes, he's the figurehead, but he's not the one really pulling all the strings. I mean, Jesus Christ, I can't believe that he hasn't been assassinated yet. Bite your tongue. The Pope? Not... I'm not saying it in a bad way. I can't believe the Pope hasn't been assassinated yet because he's the first Pope that has said he doesn't give a shit about gay marriage. And he, and aliens. He believes in aliens. <laughs> like, I cannot believe. See, and that's what I'm saying. It's all coming around. It's all coming to a head. There's something going on. The world, something in the world is going to change drastically and for the worse. But, dude, as soon as I heard he came out and said that shit, those things, I was like, dude, there's no way he's going to make it through the year. A pope being okay with gay marriage? There's no way. Yeah, I figured for sure something something unfortunate would have happened to him by now. I don't know. When shit Princess Diana died. I don't even care. All right. I think that wasn't an inside job. Either. I think that's going to wrap up our cult talk for the day. <gasps> cults, 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 cults. I'm telling you, I want a cult. I want a cult. I want a harem. A harem of one. Well, I don't know about a harem. I could never see myself supporting that such a thing. So I think I feel like the term harem automatically comes with a a, a level of unwillingness. Okay, I give that. Okay, so I think that's going to wrap it up uh, for this cult talk. Anything else you want to talk about? Mm, I'm Ooh. fucking tired. I think we should end <laughs> it because I got to pee. I want to smoke. So that will wrap up this episode. Oh, uh, are we doing a, you still want to do a shit show? We can. Wednesday? We can do it tomorrow or Wednesday. I say we do it Wednesday. Take tomorrow off. That's fine. That way we can uh, advertise a little bit more and get more than... Oh yeah, dude! Like I literally, I, 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 I put, put up, I, I put up socials at like five. Uh I say we we'll do it Wednesday. We'll do a shit show on Wednesday. Uh so I'll make some social week. media shit tonight or uh, tomorrow. Halloween episode. I'm down. I don't know. I want to do it early if we're gonna do it though. I would, Sunday six ish, or you want to do it earlier than that? You I'd can't. like to do it as early as possible. Well, you work Sunday though. I work till four. Well, but yeah. I'd like I would like to try to do it as early as possible, just because I would like to try to beat trick-or-treaters are these or is that canceled again this year i don't know i haven't heard um, i don't know that's all i was thinking i was like man i'm really not trying to drive through fucking after no because i might be doing something late okay 
Or we can cancel. I mean, six works or too. Or we can cancel it and do it Monday. No, six. I mean, six works too. It doesn't matter to me. I would just. I was just thinking like. Well, that'd be right. Actually, there probably won't be a have, fuckload of kids running around. We for have real. to see what time. I think six is the start of trick or treat. We might be fucked. Yeah, because we're gonna have kids coming to the door yeah, and shit. It'll be a clusterfuck. Unless you just want to leave a big ass bowl of candy out front. Uh, yeah, but that should be gone. In that'll five last minutes. about two seconds. Yeah, uh, hmm. we might have to drawing board this. We'll think about it. We don't don't. We might not do Sundays. We might do. But it. I'll still oh. wear a costume even if we do it on I Monday. Said, I, I'm have, I can't find anything. I don't know. There's always something. There's nothing tickling my fancy. Just something hilarious. I'm, I don't know. We'll think about. I'll think about it. Maybe I'll do or something edgy. Be Klansman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'll get the clicks. Everybody loves Klansman. All right, we're going to get out of here. Don't forget to share the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, especially on YouTube. That will help us get more followers. We're not going to hit our goal, but every we love each and every one of you. Uh, share it, this video or this live stream or the video of the live stream, whatever. Be sure to do that. Don't forget to support the podcast at patreon.com slash G-I-T-N podcast. Uh, that's where you get all the bonus materials. Two bucks a month. Uh, we're starting to do a lot more. We recorded one last night like we spoke earlier in the podcast. For those of you people that came later, we are doing movie reviews, horror movie reviews. We are still... Yeah, even if it's a different show every time, I would like to get back to the point where we're knocking one out a week. Right. Uh, I would... Uh, at least one. We, you know, if you have, we're, the name of the show is up for, we're still have a working title. If you have a suggestion for a name of our horror movie review, be sure to uh, send us an email at gitmpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Instagram. Or I don't even know where Instagram is at. Right there. Right there. Uh, on Instagram and we let us know your thoughts on a name for the show because we're having brain farts. Yeah. But Instagram is the best way to get a hold of us, and that's at ghost underscore night underscore podcast. We do have a Twitter at night underscore ghost, which I don't have a picture for that. Unacceptable. I don't have that. It it disappeared on me. I had a little malfunction. But those Twitter and Instagram are the two best ways to follow us. Facebook, yeah, but we're not there that much. Uh, We'll be back probably Wednesday for... uh, just a random shit show where we'll have some paranormal headlines to talk about and random silliness and craziness. But that's about it. Any last words? Uh, don't forget to tip your waitress. Uh, try the veal. What's up with airline food? All right. We're out here. Take care, everybody. We'll see you uh, hopefully Wednesday and definitely next week. Bye. See you.